1: This is The Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Today on Science with Simi, we are talking about cities all over the world that have a major problem. They are sinking. You may have heard in the news that the government of Indonesia announced it is planning to move its capital out of Jakarta. And one of the big reasons for that is it's sinking. It's sinking. Models predict that by the year 2050, parts of Jakarta are actually going to be submerged. We're talking about a city of 10 million people. Even measurements right now indicate that parts of the city are sinking by 30 centimeters or more every year. That's huge. So why is this happening? And is it happening elsewhere? And of course, what can we do to prevent or fix this? Well, to help us out with all of these questions, we are joined by Jorgen Steenfeld, Technical Director in the Marine and Foundation Engineering Department at the Cowie Consulting Group in Copenhagen. Well, Jorgen, thank you so much for joining us to talk about this. This is a really fascinating and complex subject. I know for a lot of uh, cities out there that are dealing with this, is this something that more and more of them have on their agenda is worries, I guess, about cities sinking?
2: Unfortunately, yes. Uh, and it's very pronounced in, particularly in Asia, where the mega cities are growing extremely fast. Uh, and uh, we see that in Bangkok, we see it in Jakarta, we see it in Shanghai, we see it in Tokyo, and some of the places they have managed to counteract it. But uh, Jakarta is one of the, the, the top uh, priorities in that list where it's really sinking very fast and it's a huge problem. But yes, it is unfortunately a global problem.
1: And why is uh, it such not- a problem in Jakarta? What's happening there?
2: Well, the the, the first, of course, is because of the size. Uh, with 10 million people in Jakarta itself and probably 30 in, in l- larger uh, Jakarta. And these people need a lot of water. Uh, so there's a combination of man-made reasons and natural reasons. Uh, in Jakarta, This uh, subsoil is very soft uh, at the top. It's marshy areas, uh, and it's now been very heavily populated with skyscrapers and whatnot. And so the uh, very soft soil is compacted by the weight of the buildings, and hence you get settlements. But that is not, unfortunately, the the biggest concern. The biggest concern is, again, man-made, that all these people need a lot of drinking water, Mm -hmm. and the industry needs a lot of water too. And you can't really use the surface water because it's polluted. Uh, the river is polluted, so you drag it, up, take it up from very deep down in the aquifers, uh, way below.
1: Right. And, and does that and that does that cause the rest of the land to kind of compress then?
2: Yeah, you can you can think of uh, the whole city sitting on a, a huge uh, a mattress, and and I guess that most people have experienced if they are on a what a mattress an air mattress. But if there's a small hole in the mattress, then you sink and you find right. that you are getting down. So if you think of Jakarta and other of these mega cities sitting on a huge mattress, not filled with air, but filled with water and some stiffness, in order not to collapse it completely, then there will always be a little bit of a hole somewhere and water will seep out. And that means that you're slowly sinking and that's uh, the subsidence you'll feel. But then... If you need a lot of water and you take it from deep down, then that huge mattress is depleted with water, and hence you, you see on the surface a huge amount of settlement. Uh, and in Jakarta, it's several metres, and it's 60 centimetres per year, so it's really, really important and very dangerous in a sense.
1: 60 centimetres a year, that's a lot. What do you think of their plan to then move the capital to help deal with this?
2: Well, I mean, you, you can... Sometimes you can move a problem without really solving a problem. Uh, It's 10 to 30 million people you need to move. That seems like a a humongous task. Uh, Of course, if if Jakarta was built somewhere else uh, in the mountains, uh, you would still need the drinking water, but you would not have the problem if it's very stiff soft soils that is subsiding. But like so many other cities in Asia, uh, it's very uh, nice to be close to the sea so they can transport goods in and out using the sea and hence you are in areas that are notably very soft uh, and so moving the people will not I mean I can't imagine me moving 10 million people just with a clip of the fingers mm. uh, so it, it's it, I think it's a political uh, more than a real uh, problem sol- a way of solving problems
1: what would be the solution then? I mean, they can't stay, right? what, what should they do?
2: Well, again, if, if the political will is there, and, and unfortunately it also demands a lot of money, then one would have to tackle the problem by stopping this illicit uh, extraction of water. And it's a bit of a wild west where anybody can make uh, a, a well, and there are lots of illegal wells in Jakarta so there's no control of the amount of water that's been extracted from the ground so you would have to start regulating that that's the first part then you would have to uh, clean uh, the wastewater in order to make it useful for uh, a lot of things that are not directly drinking water so by having a smart management of the water would uh, stop the sinking and then you would have to again go back to the old ways in where there was a lot of green areas in Jakarta, so that the uh, enormous amount of rainwater that comes down can be useful and can replenish the groundwater reserve. So you could do that, and and you can have, you know, there are lots of different ways in which you can do that. But it takes, of course, time, and then you would have to protect the city from the flooding because mm-hmm. the subsidence has the added disadvantages and added problem that you're getting closer and closer to the surface of the ocean. And hence, in many, many days a year, uh, lots of Jakarta will be sw- uh, flooded. Uh, and, of course, that is causing huge problems with uh, destroyed infrastructure, uh, sewers going the wrong way, etc.
1: Oh, are there cities in North America where this is a problem as well?
2: There are cities, but most mostly the cities are not such a big problem. Uh, it's more... Uh, rural areas, like uh, in Virginia in the States, uh, there's a huge problem because the wine growing and the fruit plantations demand a lot of water, and it's been extracted. And there, you get up to 60 centimeters of uh, settlement. Uh, and and there, they have realized that they do have a problem; they have to stop it. So they are simply cleaning the wastewater and pumping it down. So you are in a in a way uh, refilling the big air mattress. Uh, with water. Uh, but, of course, it's costly. And, and in, uh, in Virginia, it's something... This episode
0: is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
2: Think of the order. They, in 2030, they plan to replenish by 120 million gallons wastewater a day after it's been cleaned. So it, it's a humongous task to do that.
1: Right, but then where are they getting their actual drinking water from?
2: Well, the the, the drinking water is still from from wells, but... They would get these from uh, clean surface water and so on. So it, it's, it's, it's a multitask uh, okay, yeah. uh, task to, to go in and do that.
1: So is there any place in Canada that could potentially have this problem as well?
2: I must admit, I haven't heard of any pa- places in Canada. Well, that's good. But I would be sure there are lo- lots of places in Canada where you have so- soft soil. But maybe you have been smarter and have implemented... Uh, nice control over who can actually take water out of the ground. Uh, I, I would su- uh, suppose so, because I haven't heard anything there. It's mostly concentrated in Asia uh, in terms of the bigger cities. but uh, Is that because Bangkok, of the size example, of the cities,
1: or is it perhaps the, the, the type of ground that they have there?
2: Well, it is a combination. So if, if you have soft ground, then of course you're more susceptible to have settlements. But it's basically the size of the cities that because there are so many people moving to the large cities, you get more and more asphalt, more and more concrete, and less and less uh, open ground where the rainwater can seep back into the ground. So it's, it's a combination of factors, unfortunately.
1: Is this something then? you're going is this on the radar, do you think, of these of cities around the world? Is this something that's definitely going to have to be dealt with now in the next 5, 10, 15 years?
2: I think it's something that's on the same par as the climate. I mean, people are getting to understand that the climate means something, that we have unfortunately been very stupid and we are influencing the climate. So that's why we see the sea level rise, which is a very real problem. And if you then at the same time have... A large city sinking and the ocean rising, then it's a very, very dangerous cocktail. So, yes, we do see that across the world, and people are aware of that. And it's easier for the wealthy countries to do something about it, obviously. And for instance, in Denmark, we're looking at having a permeable asphalt so that uh, although we have a lot of streets and a lot of uh, uh, ways, then We do make sure that the water can come back into the ground because the soil is a fantastic um, means of cleaning the water. Uh, There are lots of bacteria in the the soil. So if you can make sure that you get rainwater to seep down, then you can, you know, in years to come, have clean uh, water to use as drinking water.
1: Well, this is a fascinating topic. Jorgen, thank you so much for your time on this today. You're welcome. That is Jorgen Steenfelt, the technical director in the Marine and Foundation Engineering Department at the Cowie Consulting Group in Copenhagen, talking about sinking cities. Like in Jakarta, gotten so bad, they're now talking about moving the capital to another Indonesian island. I mean, they've got plenty to choose from, uh, but they just know that they've got to get out of Jakarta with its 10 million people, 60 centimeters a year, Jorgen says, is how deeply uh, Jakarta is sinking every year. That was pretty cool, right? To learn about all of that. And that's what we do every week on Science with Simi. So for more science news, you can also check out the super awesome science show with Jason Tetro. And Jason, what's on the show this week? Well, Simi,
2: this week we are devoting the entire show to mom. Mother's Day is coming up and there is a lot of science to motherhood. We're going to hear about the phenomenon known as mom brain and find out what the neuroscience is behind it. And finally, we're going to look at a strategy almost every mother uses, the guilt trip does it work and if so how to do it right
1: i like that and just for future reference yeah the guilt trip totally works it just has to be done properly that's jason on the super awesome science show check it out wherever you get your favorite podcast